Sports. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. And it's a good day. Hey, hi, hello. How are you? Good morning, Grand Valley. Here we go, hopping on the horse and riding down towards the weekend. It is another installment of the big gig here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the Watchdog Morning Show. It is our Friday edition. So, as I always say, we have made it to and hopefully through. The final edition of the show for the week this week. Uh, one of the things we'll do this week, uh, this morning, is look back on some of the stuff that we did over the course of the week. we got a lot of good stuff coming up as well. It's rainy outside right now. It's really wet this morning. But I heard the birds tweeting, twerting, or tweet, tweet, chirping, tweet, 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 or whatever they were doing. I, you could hear the birds this morning. Uh, it's uh, 44 degrees, actually right across the board, 44 at the Highlands, 44 at, uh, the, uh, 44 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 44 at the Highlands, 44 at Elm Grove, and 44 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. It's going to be cloudy. More scattered showers are likely. Daytime high, eh, 50, 52 or so. Uh, again, tomorrow getting cold. I still am amazed at tomorrow going down to 34 after days worth of 50s, but down to 34 or so uh, for the day tomorrow. So what's up today here on the – first of all, good morning, Mr. Slider. Good morning, Miss Moreau. Good to see you here. Happy to be here on a Friday. It's a Friday. It's payday Friday, Howard. That's even a better – See the smile on my face? It's better than Friday. It's payday <laughs> Friday. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I was uh, – yeah, you, I forgot about that until late last night. I was doing some bookkeeping. That meant looking at my bills and going, what can I pay? What can't I pay? And then I remembered, hey, wait a minute. A little boost. Tomorrow, I mean, today, I, I, guess. I, get, I get paid date. So, yep, that's good. 7-Eleven here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Well, top of the morning is the Super 6. Super 8? What are they going to call it? The Elite 8? The, Something. They'll, yeah, they'll play on. Super 6 now moving to Charleston. What did they offer that Wheeling didn't? Uh, we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. I, I am... I can't make heads nor tails out of what I'm reading about what uh, Charleston had to offer. I thought a couple of the other cities might do it. I thought Morgantown had some potential. Um, I don't. You know what I think? And again, we'll get into it later, Bob. I don't think Charleston has an idea of how hard this is to do it and do it right. Well, they've never done it right yet, so yeah. we'll, we'll see. And they haven't done it at all for over 30 years. Uh, so we'll talk about that coming up later on. McCabe and I will discuss this as well in our weekly roundtable of local news. Unigalove Highway Travel is going to do a trip to the Finger Lakes, and we'll talk with folks from the Finger Lakes about what you do if you go there. Yesterday's cellular outage may have reminded you that you have a landline sitting at your house or your office, but companies are phasing landlines out. On the other hand, trendsetters say that young people think landlines are cool. Well, you know why I keep mine, right? Why? I just don't want to give the number up. I've had that number for, <laughs> for almost 60 years, Howard. <laughs> there you go. And we'll have highlights of the week coming up this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, please join us. You know what to do. 7, uh, uh, 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Or you can call us, 304-232-8255 if you would like to. Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. It is 713 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I saw this story last night. 
great, Bob, and it struck me. First of all, it's funny. Then I thought, well, maybe it's something that we can take and talk about ourselves. Down in um, Kanawha City, West Virginia, just outside of Charleston, down in Kanawha City, they're holding a candlelight vigil tonight, Bob, a candlelight vigil, mourning the passage of, you know what? What? Hooters. Ah, Hooters. <laughs> Shutting down. Hooters. It's been shut down. It's an empty building. It's been shut down for like 10 years. Um, but now they're going to turn it into a gas station. Oh, I thought they would just steal another restaurant chain and, and no, move it in there, no, Howard. That's no, what I thought Charleston would do. So, oh, very good. Nice. Good good, good little jab right there. Now, so they're going to uh, hold a candlelight vigil around Hooters tonight to mourn the passing of their favorite restaurant. Bring your candles and signs and let Hooters in the city know we will miss it tremendously. We'll be serving chicken wings with Hooters sauce and a limited amount of of strip cheese. Strip cheese, get that. So, uh, some of the things people said, uh, one, one of the uh, people who was, uh, said she's going to be there says, Good night, sweet prince. You have broken my heart. Hooters is, going, <laughs> is closing. Good night, sweet prince. You have broken my heart. Another one said, This is needed, meaning the vigil, because my heart will never be okay with Hooters gone. Sounds like they're in mourning, Howard. Yeah, I mean, it's the weirdest thing in the world. For Hooters, mind you, for Hooters. Now, do we know, is, is Hooters still thriving? Well, not thriving. They're probably barely holding on. Uh, did the chain go out? No I, no, I don't think. No, the chain is still around. Just that particular location. Just that particular location. It had been closed for, I said 10 years, actually about four years. They closed down here in Canuck City in 2020. It's been sitting there vacant, and now somebody else bought the building and is going to turn into a gas station. Somebody had the great idea, let's have a candle vigil yeah, a four, candle four years uh, after the four, fact. Four years after they close, let's mourn their, their passing. But I got to thinking, is there any Ohio Valley restaurant whose closure, whose passing, if you will, that you would mourn? Maybe not go out on a candlelight vigil. I don't know. Maybe you would. But at least, if is there any particular restaurant that has closed or if it did close, you would say, oh, man, a part of my life is missing here. Are you asking me now? I am asking you. Well, I had a real tough time when, when Zines closed. Uh, it oh, didn't actually close. It changed hands, and uh, but it was tough. You know, it was tough to see Walter not doing that anymore. Uh, and the other one for me was Route 40 Lunch in Elm Grove. My, my dear friend Linda Henry well, had, had that for a long, yeah, there, long, yeah. long time, and it's not there anymore either, Howard. So those two... But to answer your question, you know, I'm a, I'm I don't I'm not a regular at TJ's. Uh, in, in fact, it might go a couple months at a time before I go in. But if TJ ever closed, mm-hmm. I think it would really bother me because I have so much respect for the man and what he accomplished there, what he built there out of nothing, you know, scratch. He had a great idea, he had great vision. So I think that would bother me. But the one that would really probably keep me in bed. It's been there a hundred years. When 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 Freddie decides that he's had enough of the bar business, when when Wakeham closes up, Howard, it, it'll be really really tough on me. Well, I I noticed that last night. I re, I didn't realize Wakeham's is one hundred years old. One hundred, yes. Uh, celebrating one hundredth year this year. This is off their Facebook page. As uh, many other establishments have been around just as long, Wakeham's kept running entirely through one family, which uh, is pretty cool too and i knew mr wakeham you know i was just a little boy but uh i knew him uh some days i would see him you know maybe a couple weeks every day except for maybe saturday or sunday but uh yeah been there a long long time i haven't been there for a while because i don't drink beer anymore um 
Although I do eat hot dogs, and they say they they're their, pretty their good. Hot dogs are among the best around. <laughs> yes, they are. But uh, um, Wakem's at one hundred. Uh, for me, and I think for a lot of people, you saw a lot on Facebook and even some. I think some commentary in the newspaper. When Charlie's Alpha closed. Oh, man, yeah. Well, and he got hosed on the way out the door, so that was that was more to the story, Howard. <laughs> but I, it just the, the closing of the Alpha, ye old Alpha, the, the, the quote original Alpha. Now, we have the Alpha Tavern now, fine, but it's not ye old Alpha. The memories that were there for generations after generations, the moose's heads on the wall. Uh, Charlie was always there. During the period of time Charlie had it, you know, it, just the personal connection there. Um and when when it closed, it's been four years ago. Been a while. It was, it was before the pandemic, so about four years ago, right? Uh, when when Ye Old Alpha closed, um, lots of people felt real grief. I mean, actually felt grief because many of us, raising my hand, grew up in that. I mean, I that was a place where I went when I shouldn't have gone when I was in high school because you know you could get a beer when you weren't supposed to get one. I went all the way through college. It was the place you could go when you didn't have any money and someone would always buy something for you. And when you did have money, you'd buy things for other people. It was the place I hung out with some of my best friends for long periods of time. So, yeah, I, I not only would but did mourn the passing of Yield Alpha. And, and that was a, a different situation, too. Same building but totally, totally different. Now, I've never been in the new place, and I, I doubt if I ever will go in. But same building – but you wouldn't know it. I mean, totally different no, than, the, than, than the Alpha, even go back to the Miller family. It, and and it, with no disrespect, I mean no disrespect. It, it, it's fine. The, the, there is no connection to the past in the new one. Now, I must say they have some good food. I love their prime rib. They do some good buffets. But the, the Alpha Tavern, you go in there, you don't have any sense of history. None. There's no sense of history there. When you would walk into Yield Alpha, it was almost as if the cobwebs of history came down and clutched <laughs> over your face, right? I mean, think of Babe, yeah. Yes, you'd think of Babe. You'd think of the experiences you had there. I would think of the times I got thrown out of there. You know? <laughs> I told you this things. story before, Howard. I was one of the last guys that Babe ever waited on. I was in there when he was getting ready to close up that night, and then he died the, the, the following day. Wow, yeah. Anyway, so that's the one I do did mourn and and certainly mourn. I literally mourn. I, if they held a candlelight vigil, I would have gone to a candlelight vigil. And tonight. I don't have that same sentimental attachment to TJ's, but but there is something there about that, you know, Howard. Because again, it was a, just a tremendous idea. If you think about life without TJ's here in the Ohio Valley. That's what I'm getting, yes. There, you would, If you have a mental picture, it would be a hole. There'd be a giant hole in the valley if TJ's wasn't there. That's exactly right, Howard. You said it perfectly. TJ's is a part of Wheeling, you know, kind of like the Mingo Indian or the tunnel. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a part of Wheeling. And TJ's was a sports bar before there were sports bars. Incredible vision the man had. You know, I mean, now every city everywhere, including our own, has sports bars on every corner. But when TJ opened up, sports bar wasn't even a phrase people heard about. He said, well, I'm going to have a bar, and I'm going to do all kinds of sports things. I'm going to put up pictures of our local heroes. Big screen with the satellites. Let everybody watch the TV at their own risk and so on. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree with you. That would be, that would be one uh, to mourn. Uh, I have no reason to assume that we'll be mourning it anytime soon. No, we don't want to see that. I don't want to suggest that, but there you go. A uh, couple of Frio Stack Ox Service text line answers to my question. Is there a restaurant now or was there ever a restaurant in the past that you did mourn or would mourn 
uh, down in Kanawha City. They're holding a vigil for Hooters down there. A couple of them here. Uh, and this is one. I, I, I guess I would concur with this. Ernie's Esquire. Boy, you spent a lot of time up there, didn't you? Harry? I spent a lot of time up there. Uh, Ernie's Esquire was a restaurant I went when I was young, and I thought uh, it was royalty. That's the way in the when I was a kid. You would look at the people when I was younger, just go up like for dinner, maybe for high school prom or something, and I would look at all those people around the bar, and they all were important people. And who were those people up there allowed to sit around that bar there at Ernie's Esquire? And then only a handful of years later, there you were, Howard. There I was, <laughs> <laughs> and somebody in the somebody out there at table was going, "Who is that guy up there <laughs> sitting here?" So yeah, that's a that's a very good one. I appreciate that. Um, I, I do think Ernie's Esquire is one that I <clears throat> Charhouse, kind of the same thing as as uh, the Alpha. Charhouse is in that building, completely different. Yeah, and they do a very good job with great food and great service, but it's not the Esquire, right? You wouldn't even know about, you know, you got to be our age kind of, or maybe a little younger, but it was there longer than that. But, you know, the other one, Howard, it kind of already went through the change. I think it'll be tougher when the man goes because he's been around there for so long. But I'm talking about Patsy Vespa. Yeah. I've been buying pizza off Patsy Vespa since I was a little boy. Yep. And I'm 62 years old now. And Patsy's still around. We're talking, for those who don't know, about DeCarlo's in Elm Grove, which DeCarlo's. is actually called Patsy's Pizza. Yeah, I still call it DeCarlo's. Still, we all do. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's a guy there that's been around such a long time. You think about all the time I interacted with, with uh, Patsy. Just a, just another one of those guys that's been around for a long, long time. Howard. That's a very good point. Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Um, this is a good one. Coleman's Fish Market. If Coleman's were to close, there would be a you know huge uh, outpouring of grief. I think just like TJ's, there they are a big part of Wheeling. Another Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Elby's. It's um, gone. Yeah, Elby's. I know. I know that feeling. Yeah, it's gone. And, and Luby's uh, hot dogs. And how many of us still uh, talk about Elby's? Re- remember Elby's? Articles are written about Elby's. Memories are made about Elby's. When we go on the uh, Uniglobe trips, Bill always tries to take us to some of the existing big boys and checks to make sure that they're very much like Elby's. Elby's a very good one. I appreciate that. Frio Stack, auction service text line, 304-214-1600. And the thing about Elby's, Howard, it just wasn't one location. It was a whole chain. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, how many How many do we have here in Wheeling? Four, one, two, two downtown, 12th Street, top and bottom of 12th Street, actually. Uh, out the Woodsdale one, where Perkins is now. And down on 20, 21st Street, 22nd Street, by the hospital. Across the river, there was one in Ferry. Ferry was one, yeah, I forgot about Moundsville. That. Yeah, you're right, Moundsville. Yep, yep. So, so, maybe up, yeah, six, seven, I don't New know. New Martinsville, I'm pretty sure when there was When Bill gets here today, we'll ask him. He'll know the exact number. And then, of course, the chain was big, bigger than that. Uh, let's see, Frio Stack, auction service text line. Restaurants you would mourn if they closed or you did when they did close. You mentioned this one, Zines. Yeah, it was tough. And Walter's still around. Good morning, Walter, if you're listening. And I didn't think about this, but Zines makes me think of Sassines. And that's another one that I that's, really... That's a tough one, too. Again, good morning, Mark, if you're listening. Yeah, I'm, I miss Sassines. I really do. And Mark's going to say, well, I didn't see you very much. Well, you're <laughs> right, Mark. I wasn't down that way. But, man, if you were open today, I think I'd go down there and take Howard get some of that good spaghetti. Oh, I know <laughs> something you don't like. He did a great tuna noodle casserole on Fridays. I'll have the spaghetti. Yes, I hear you. Oh, how could I forget this? How could you forget this? Again, one that I did mourn when it closed from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, the Anchor Room. 
See, I was. Uh, you were not angry? Yeah. With you? Oh, man. My wife and I were there so many times. I think we had um, we had one of our wedding-involved dinners there, many parties there. Uh, when I worked one of the other radio stations involved up up the river. Um, LSB night, lobster steak and beef night. Yeah. And you know what I loved? Because uh, uh, Lou Fiola was listened to the show, liked the show. When I would go to the anchor room, they would bring me out my own mug because he had a Howard Monroe mug mug. So when I would go, they would bring me a mug out of uh, my own mug. To, to, to <laughs> so drink, you were a regular to, to drink from. So I was a regular there. We we mentioned this guy. Uh, I think this week we mentioned Bob Young, and, and it's hard to believe that Young's Cafeteria isn't there anymore. Yeah, absolutely. That's another one. You're right. Man, he stopped to think. And these are, again, there have been restaurants that have come and gone. I, I mean, you know, it's a shame. At Eaton Park at the Highlands. Okay, it's gone. Uh, Logan's hit come and gone to the Highlands. There are restaurants that have come and gone, but these are ones we're talking about that you had a connection to, that when they left, you did feel. Or and well, I would be curious if any of you have thoughts on current restaurants. Bob said TJ's. I think that's an excellent one. Current restaurants that if they were to go away, you would feel a loss in your life. Man, I got a whole, I got six, seven, eight more. Uh, Great topic, coming. Howard. It is a lot of, a lot of texts are coming in. We'll get to the uh, some more of these texts coming up in a minute or two here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Right now, though, it's seven twenty-seven. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over ten thousand reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. My name is Waleed Garib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know. The goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal. And we're going to keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible. 11% off everything is happening now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices on the largest in-stock appliance selection. Ready to take home today. A five-cycle stainless steel dishwasher. It's only $598. Plus, get additional 11% off. Or get a stainless steel gas range. On sale for $648. Plus, get additional 11% off. Good through March 3rd. Savings are a mail-in rebate in the form of an in-store merchandise credit check. See store for details. Save big money at Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Of 
44 degrees everywhere here in the Ohio Valley, 44 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport at the Highlands in my backyard and here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Cloudy, some scattered showers might be lingering into the morning this morning, daytime high uh, in the low 50s, so you're aware of that. It is wet outside right now. Uh, coming up, we'll check into the Ohio Valley News Center from uh, WTRF-TV in a minute or two, and also Adam is along with the uh, weekend forecast. Big story in the morning is the Super 6 leaving Wheeling and going to Charleston. Leaving Wheeling, I expected. Going to Charleston, I didn't. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We have highlights of the week to get to as well. But, Bob, sometimes things just sort of take on a life of their own here, and that's what's happened with this little morning a restaurant thing. Are we going back to the Frio Stack auction service hotline, Let's Howard? Let's go back to the Frio, Serv- uh, Frio Stack auction service text line. Um, Mitchell's in Moundsville. That's another one. Who ever thought they would close? Yeah, and, uh, they were they were great. The Bella Via, which is not only closed but gone. The building is gone. Just a big empty parking lot now. Uh, Eric's Steakhouse. I, I've had more people mention Eric's to me than in recent weeks than I had expected. Um, it was I liked Eric's. It was a good place, but it was almost before my time. Not completely, but almost uh, before my time. So Eric's Steakhouse was another one mentioned here. Uh, let me see the Bella Via. Another vote for there, if you will, for the Bella Via. Um, and I got one here, Howard. And I, I know, especially on that side of the river, Gulas. A lot of people have that same sentimental attachment to Gulas that we had with uh, Louis Hot. Absolutely. And if Gulas were to go again, if just join us, uh, I'm basically there's a story out of Canuck City uh, down in the Charleston area where they're holding a candlelight vigil tonight for a Hooters restaurant that is closed and is being turned into a gas station. And it got me wondering, what restaurants would you mourn if they closed today? Or what restaurants do you miss so much that you would mourn them uh, in the past? And we're getting a lot of those. I guess the one thing is, it's a reminder of how many good local restaurants we have had and we do have bob i mean we are tremendously lucky just like a tv show i mean that's going to register with most people because uh, you know there's so many and you had to have one that was near and dear to you uh, bella via yet another book for that the was bella, a great one absolutely bella via. uh in moundsville uh bob's lunch and undos uh, okay yeah undos has now become an established chain that people love around here I wish they were still open in the Grove. <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's see. Another vote for Bob's Lunch off the Frio Stack auction service uh, text line. Interesting. This is true. Bob's Lunch. Different owners over the years, but still pretty much the same. And probably evidently never changed the name. Yeah. And well, and you 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 get in you you buy place and you say things are going well. Why would you change it? Say right? where's Bob? Well, hell, Bob hasn't been here in sixty years. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Let me see. Um, another one from Mitchell's in Moundsville. All right, here's a can't remember the name. Let me pull this whole thing up here. Frio Stack, auction service text line. Can't remember the name, but going north towards Warwood before Linton's had a lighthouse on the roof. Um, yes. Um, peaches. It, peaches, thank you. Yeah, yep, yep. And before that, it was Brooks. If you're old, as old as Howard as I, Brooks, yeah, Brooks, they, Dri- Brooks Drive In, or they called it. They had curb service there also. You, you would back into those little parking places, and they would come out and wait on you. And Howard, I had another one. It's been closed a long, long time, and I think a lot had to do with my personal relationship with Tom Mortimer. But I know you would frequent oh, the yes. S Bridge oh, Cafe. Oh, Lord Almighty, there simply was was and is no better, no better hoagie than. 
the Asbridge Cafe. Again, Tom brought that with him. He had vision. I mean, he had a, a big Philly steak hoagie when I think the only <clears throat> other place you could get one was in Philadelphia. He, um, I always went and got a basic um, ham and cheese or Italian hoagie, half a ham and cheese, half an Italian, if you will, and then half a uh, meatball hoagie usually. Or a steak hoagie, half a steak hoagie. You know, oh, man, alive. Now, his, I guess it's his daughter is does the food at the Dog's Den out in Elm Grove. I'm not sure, but and I'll, I, I'll I have check been, it out. I have been told. I have not been there. My son goes there frequently. I don't think Tom had a daughter. Maybe it's his granddaughter. Could be granddaughter. I'm not sure. But it, it is. A, she is a Mortimer. I know that. Um, and Jason says that, that the menu is has come from Tom and that the, the, the – um, I have not tried their hoagies, but they're very good. Now, I will say Hillbilly Snack Shack uh, up uh, – up, is it Valley Grove, Tridelphia, up Route 40 there. Um, they, they've got tremendously good hoagies too. Uh, they're not Tom Mortimer's. No, but they're pretty good. But they're pretty good. But, yeah, S-Bridge is another good one. Frio Stack, Ox Service Text Line, a little bit out of the immediate area, Quinette's down in Moundsville. All right, that's a good one. That is a very good one. Appreciate that. And uh, let me get one or two more in here, and then we've got to take a break. Um, another one, another vote for the Anchor Room. Again, that was one of my absolute favorites. Uh, Lou Fiola and Chef Rocco Basil. Yeah, I just I love the Anchor Room. I love Lou. Lou Fiola was just a great guy. Um this is probably yes. This is no. This is I've, two things I'm asking. Ones you did mourn because they're closed. You would mourn if they did close. Bob's mentioned TJ's for example. This is one. If it closed, I think it would be missed tremendously. Melman's. Oh yeah, I mean, gee whiz. Yeah. So, some really good stuff here. More text coming. I can't get them. All. I will do. <laughs> I will do more of these in a bit. But we need to get to the news desk right now, and then we'll get to Adam Fike in a minute or two. Uh, continue to text in if. Um, are there restaurants here in the Upper Ohio Valley that if they went out of business and vanished completely, you would mourn them? You would you would seriously miss them? It would leave a hole in your heart. I'm talking about this because there's a Hooters restaurant in Kanawha City that they're holding a candlelight vigil for tonight. And if not current restaurants that van- are vanishing or might vanish, restaurants of the past that you really sit back and remember so well. Uh, give us a text, 304-214-1600. 735, 25 till the hour. Taylor Long is here. She's got Ohio Valley Headline. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 23rd. The village of Yorkville has been without its own police force for almost two months now. Money has been tight and they're looking at offers from several nearby departments. They're hoping to raise $193,000 to cover everything, no matter which department they choose. They've already passed a police levy for $120,000, but they still need to find another $73,000. They're planning to take it from the general fund, which has has been cutting back on police funding over the years. Now, just two years ago, Yorkville pulled 180000 from the general fund without a levy. Now they're exploring how to use the general fund again to secure 193000 ensuring they can accept the best offer regardless of the council's decision. And a man from Benwood who appeared before a Marshall County judge yesterday is facing some serious charges. Casey Smith was charged with 30 counts of sexual assault of a minor. The victim was just five to seven years old. Smith was allegedly abusing his girlfriend's daughter while she was out working. He's been in the Northern Regional Jail since his arrest last August, held on a $25,000 bond. The prosecutor, Joe Canestrero, is asking for the young victim to be able to testify through a closed circuit. The defense will have a chance to do their own evaluation. Judge Wilson approved the use of sketches for the victim's testimony. No matter where it happens, there's a hearing set for April 17th at 115. 
And in Brook County, a startup called Pure Watercraft is turning a closed-down plant into a beacon of hope. They're one of several new businesses setting up shop and creating jobs in the northern panhandle. They even opened their doors for a tour on Thursday, showing off how they build electric pontoons from scratch. They start with raw materials on one side of the building and end up with a finished product on the other. State officials say there are places like this all over the mountain state just waiting for startups to come in and bring them back to life. The company moved into the former Wheeling Pit Steel site in Beach Bottom last summer, bringing with them 100 full-time positions. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands. Dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. I was the first in my family to go to college. I was looking to switch careers. I wanted the highest quality, but most affordable option for a degree. No matter where you are in life, West Virginia Northern Community College can make your dream of a college degree a reality. With over half of our students being first-generation college students and free tuition for many programs, Northern is the right choice for you. I can go to college. West Virginia Northern Community College. You belong here. Ready to take your driving experience to the next level? Look no further than Toyota, the pioneers of automotive technology. With Toyota cars, trucks, and SUVs, you'll discover a world of cutting-edge innovation at your fingertips, like advanced driver assist features, seamless connectivity, and unparalleled safety systems. Go to buyatoyota.com for special offers, then visit your local Toyota dealership. Offers end August 1st. Toyota, let's go places. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. For a good talk radio, then you have found the right place. The Watchdog Morning Show here on the Watchdog Radio Network, 7.40, till the hour. I used to have a theme song uh, with that uh, that tune. Uh, a couple of local performers uh, did a special theme song for me. How about it, Howie? What you doing today? We can hardly wait to see what you say. It was all done to the tune of uh, In the in the Mood. So good uh, good bumper music there this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We are talking this morning a lot more than I thought we would, but it's okay because you are responding to this on the Frio Stack Ox Service text line. Uh, I came across a story yesterday of a Hooters restaurant down in Kanawha City, down around the Charleston area, that is closed, has been closed for several years, but now they're going to turn it, tear it down, turn it into a gas station. And they're holding a candlelight vigil tonight. I mean, they're going to gather around with the candles and signs and weep over the passing of Hooters. It got me wondering, are there any local restaurants here in the Upper Ohio Valley 
that you would mourn the passing of, whose passing would be more than just, oh, man, I, now I can't get a burger, but rather would kind of hit your heart. And we've had several of them. Uh, current ones, if they closed, would be uh, would make you particularly feel bad. Bob mentioned TJ. Somebody mentioned Melman's. Those are good ones. And then also other ones in the past. And that's where we're coming up. Man, I've got – I still have another 10, 15 texts coming in. We'll get to some of those coming up a bit later on. Uh, restaurants that you would mourn or you did mourn uh, when they closed or if they would close. Uh, also coming up later on this morning, we'll be talking about the Super 6 going down to Charleston. <laughs> that thoroughly confuses me based on what I know. We'll talk about that. McCabe and I will. Bob and I will as well. And we still have highlights of the week to get to from the week gone by. We'll do that in the next hour too. Right now we'll talk about the weather. Adam Fike is here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Adam, a little wet this morning. Is it going to stay wet all day, or are we done with the rain? Unfortunately, not completely done with the rain, but most of the day does at least stay rain-free. Anything we see, not until, like, I would say that 4 to 8 p.m. time frame this evening. And that's only if we see extra sunshine. So we're cloudy, foggy for now, but we'll try to clear out around lunchtime. We'll see sunshine. Any extra sunshine could allow for a pop-up shower between I would say dinner time-ish. We're going to get up into the low 50s, right, or around 50-ish? I would say right around 50. There's a few spots who hold on to cloud cover a little bit longer. We stay in the upper 40s, but spots south of I-70, you see extra sunshine, likely get to the low 50s like yesterday. And then tomorrow, um, no rain, I don't think, but, man, we take a giant dip in temperatures. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to see more winter than spring tomorrow. We dip into the 30s. Now, the bad news is, well, yes, it's cold. We could see a stray lake effect, snow shower, pretty much before sunrise. So the day itself should remain dry, just cold. But once we get to lunchtime and on, we'll see the sunshine return tomorrow. So cold, but at least sunshine returns. And sunshine sticks with us into Sunday, too. Yep, Sunday, Monday, we see sunshine, but at least we'll start to warm back up. So Sunday, we'll be right around 50, like today, a few spots in the 40s few spots in the 50s. Monday, we're back to the 60s and stay in the 60s. I like the sound of that. Rain comes back <laughs> Rain comes back into the middle of the week next week, right? Yep. Unfortunately, so I'll take what I can get. So it's 60s, but that unfortunately does mean we'll likely see rain and breezy conditions Tuesday and Wednesday. But then we're back to the 40s or 50s with rain on Thursday. And that's, you know, I'd like spring. So that's kind of spring-like weather, rain and warm temperatures. That's that's spring-like. So we're okay with that. It's just that sun, uh, Saturday that's just going to be kind of weird with the temperature dropping down to the 30s. But uh, otherwise, I mean, some rain, some sun, uh, but warm temperatures basically all throughout the period, except for Saturday. Yeah, as, as I always say, you can't have one without the other. So if you want nice weather you want warm temperatures you have to have a day or two where it's cold yeah so luckily it's only a single day on a saturday but there should be more pleasant weather following everything evens out as they say everything evens out so what's the big plans for the weekend so it's friday which means it's date night so we'll find a place to go out to dinner she wants to go uh, walk around the mall and then go to longhorn so more than likely, since she said that, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, I shouldn't say it's likely going to happen. That I give a 99% chance that's what happens. It's amazing to me how quickly you have learned that uh, when, when Abby says, uh, here's what I want to do, you say, hmm, well, I think we could do that. You know, 
There's a phrase that uh, at least I speak as a longtime married man. There's a phrase that I have learned to be a critical part of my vocabulary. Yes, dear. You're right, dear. Okay, dear. You, those are things that you're just going to have to learn to say for the rest of your life. But it's okay. It's okay. You got to You got to. I'm good with a couple of those, but there's still a couple of those that I struggle. You're so, right is the one that I struggle with because I'm extremely prideful and think I'm always correct when I'm not always. You know, if my wife is listening, she's she's shaking her head the same way. You, Howard, you never <laughs> say you're right. That is one of the hardest phrases for me to get out. If we have a little disagreement, if you we have a disagreement over something. And and I you know and I say tell her one thing and she says something else. If in the end it turns out she's right, the hardest words for me to say are, "I guess you were right." I mean, they just come grudgingly out of my tongue. I'll tell you. All right, Adam. Great uh, conversation. Have yourself a good weekend. Enjoy your dinner at Longhorn. Clearly, uh, so that <laughs> have, have a good time over there. Uh, are you a steak man? You get a good steak over there. That's what you're gonna get. If I go to a steakhouse, I'm getting steak. I don't care what anyone says, but if I'm an Outback Steakhouse or Longhorn Steakhouse, I'm getting a steak. What do you get? Do you have a particular kind of steak you like? I'm a ribeye guy steak. myself. I love a ribeye. Good, just make a good ribeye, medium rare. Yeah, baby. Steak is steak. I don't care. Steak is steak. <laughs> Gotcha. All right. Hey, listen, have yourself a great weekend. Uh, you and Abby, enjoy yourselves, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend yourself. You too. See Adam. 7.40. Yeah. He's learning. He is. Did you see he was uh, working double duty last night? He was working the 5 and the 6 o'clock uh, broadcast at the no. Big 7. Yeah. Working. Like, what a trooper. It was like you. You were working double duty yesterday. I did. Had a long day, but you know, Howard, lots of fun. I, you left uh, When I left you, you said, why don't we do Donnie's show and go home? I don't have to work a game tonight. And turned out you had to come back in here last night. Our buddy CJ needed uh, the evening off for school, and so I was here. And then just my luck, the game started a half hour later and, and went, to, went to double overtime, Howard. We'll hear more about that coming up in Slider on Sports. And that's coming up in just a minute or two. It's 747 right now. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, Choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind, knowing that your business is protected and prepared. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense. Or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, over let's go places. Years, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has helped over 1,500 hardworking Ohio Valley residents obtain financing on the vehicle of their dreams. We have experienced tremendous growth, which has allowed us more financing to further help our fellow residents. From second chance finance to very competitive rates and terms, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has it all with inventory to fit everyone's needs. 
That's Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto, your largest independent area used car depot in the Respects Plaza in Elm Grove. Like us on Facebook, check out our website, mattjonespreowned.com, or give us a call, 304-905-8302. HP Excavating and Septic Cleaning has been serving the Ohio Valley for 48 years, offering septic, plumbing, repair, insulation, and excavation work. Don't let just any company work on your septic system. Call us today at 304-242-7443. Our number one business is your number two. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Do, 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 do. I feel like I'm a champion when I hear this. Or training to be a champ, or whatever it is. It's 7.50, 10 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, yesterday, someone texted me and said they've been trying to find our podcast the last three or four days, and they can't find the podcast online. Uh, and I explained we had a little recording issue. Uh, I recorded the shows, but I had to take them home in order to get them up on the podcast page. Everything is up on the podcast page now from the past week. That includes um, the interview that I did with Senator Manchin earlier in the week. I think if you did not catch it, it might be worth your while to go listen to it. I thought the senator was particularly um, open and forthcoming in the interview that we had here on the radio. And you can catch it on our podcast page at watchdognetwork.com or uh, just go to our Apple podcast, which is the easiest way to do it. And if you want to get to the Apple podcast uh, on Facebook, go to my Facebook page. And then uh, in my About section, there is a link directly to the podcast. Uh, Martha Zollers and Dr. Salvin, the uh, psychic, and all the interviews and all the conversation we had, Bob and I talking about chili and so on, uh, our presidential trivia day, et cetera, all of that on the podcast uh, posted now at watchdognetwork.com or Apple Podcasts. And I, I'm, I'm four or five days behind time, but it looks like our system is working again, so we should be back up with the podcast on a daily basis. Theme of the hour has been, and I will continue to throw these into the show throughout the morning if you continue to text me, uh, are there restaurants here in the Ohio Valley, if they were to close, you would mourn. You would. It would be more than just, oh, well, another business closed. It would mean something in your life. Bob mentioned TJ's. Uh, someone mentioned Melman's. Again, let's be clear before anybody misunderstands. None of these were talking about, nobody's talking about closing. But if they were to close, would you feel a hole in your heart? Uh, 304-214-1600. Love to hear from you. Um, someone here says Sunny Boy uh, would be a restaurant that he would he or she would miss. Um, so restaurants that you would mourn if they were to close. And also, thinking back to the past, Restaurants of the past that you sit now and think about and that you say, man, I wish they were still around. And we've got tons of those. I've got, again, I'm looking here. I've got about 18 texts already coming in with more thoughts on that. I will share more of those with you coming up throughout the morning this morning. Right now, though, at 8 before the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show, it is time to turn our attention to Slider on Sports. Big news yesterday, Howard, for the Pittsburgh Pirate fans. Uh, the Pirates and their all-star pitcher Mitch Keller agreed on a five-year, $77 million new contract. That is the largest contract. The How Pirates. Much? Five years, $77 million. Nice. Yeah. 
It's, a, it's an investment. Is that a, is that's akin to yours, right? yours and mine, right? Uh, <laughs> and where, where's that decimal point? There's a seven in there yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah. That is the largest contract the Pirates have ever given a pitcher. It'll begin this season and run through the 2028 season. The 27-year-old Keller is coming off a breakthrough year in which he became a first-time All-Star. He finished the season going 13-9 and with a 4.21 ERA. Last night in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Penguins got a much-needed win. They beat the Montreal Canadiens 4-1. to Chris Letang had two goals. Brian Rust and Drew O'Connor each had a goal. That was just the Penguins' second win in their last seven games. Pittsburgh is off until Sunday when they host the Philadelphia Flyers. That's a 3.30 afternoon start. Last night, Wheeling Central Boys Basketball, you heard it here on the Watchdog Radio Network. It took double overtime, but the Maroon Knights defeat visiting Williamstown 71-65. to Eli Dean was huge in overtime for Wheeling Central. In the first overtime period, he converted a four-point play when he was fouled while he hit a three-point shot. Then in the second overtime period, he hit another big three-pointer, putting the Knights up 64-61. to Balanced scoring for Wheeling Central last night. Max Ulyash led the way with 20 points. Jeremy Radcliffe and Quentin Berlinski each had 13. Troy Anthony had 12. Eli Dean had 9. Tonight, the Wheeling Central girls basketball team will begin their regional play. The Lady Maroon Knights will face St. Mary's. That's a 7 o'clock tip-off. The game will be played on the campus of Wheeling University. Can't make the game? No problem. We'll have all the action on the home of Wheeling Central Basketball, the Watchdog Radio Network. We'll get on the air five minutes before tip-off. Ross Johnson and Mark Hunterman with the call. And just like every Friday for lots more sports talk this afternoon, tune in to the Pine Room Podcast from noon to 3. Matt, Jarrett, Jubb, and Coach, all of those guys in the studio, the Pine Room Boys from 12 to 3 on the Watchdog Radio Network. Slider on Sports Time, 7.55. You and Bear taking the day off tomorrow, is that right? We are, yes. Going to take a day off, Howard. No good old boys tomorrow, but there will be a, I believe there will be a, um, or will there be a Saturday morning sports auto? There will be a three-hour version. Uh, your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, your co-host, Mike Florak, Hall of Fame sports writer, Doug Huff, and your all-star producer, Ross Johnson, putting it all together from 9 to 3, the Paul Harris Saturday morning sports huddle. So the sports never stops on the weekend or anytime here. Not too often, Howard. Yeah, we keep on uh, motoring. You know, uh, I've said this before. I counted once before. We have 15 people working one way or another in our sports department. 15 people who help us do play-by-play, sports talk, and so on. And I was listing them uh, again this week for another reason. And I think that number is even higher than that. I mean, we... We're, we're really pretty committed to doing local sports here. And I'll say this, and I'm not sucking up because he brings his food all the time. Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm just did an outstanding job last night. That was an exciting game. You could feel it through their voice. Double overtime doesn't get much better than that. And this is right before the state tournament, Howard. So kudos to those guys last night. Excellent broadcast. Jerry does get involved in those games. When they, when they get hot and heavy. You can feel it. You, you know he feels it, too. All right, four before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're talking about restaurants that – are gone and that you miss. Um, and again, I use the word mourn because I, there's a, a candlelight vigil being held for a Hooters restaurant out of Kanawha City tonight. And that got me thinking about, are there any restaurants that you mourn so much, that you miss so much, that you would you would go to a candlelight vigil if they had one. I wonder it. if they actually are missing the food or if they actually miss the hoots. I'm making, a, I'm making a strong guess here. I do not know. I've been to Hooters. 
And the food is fine. It's okay. But, you know, it's like not a whole lot better than next. Look at that, Howard. Anything else, you know? Um, let's see. Off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line 304-214-1600. I still miss Regus in Bel Air, says uh, one of our listeners. I miss Regus. Now, I'm going to say clearly, and I don't want my friends at Regus to be upset about this, and I still see some of the Regus family. When I worked in Bel Air, uh, it was a place we frequented often, and I miss it. I don't mourn it. I, you know, I I liked it when it was there, and I wish it was still around. I don't have like that personal hole in my heart kind of connection, but but I, I get some people might, and so I appreciate. And they the, were there a long time, weren't they? They were there a long, long time, and I still see some of the Regas family, and they still say, oh, "Howard, I remember when you used to always come into uh, into the restaurant." Um, Howard, I have fond memories of the Hamburger Inn and the 12th Street Grill. I, you know, Hamburger Inn was okay. I, my memory of the Hamburger Inn is it was one of the very first commercials I ever did when I took over the talk show on top of the hill. It was a already a sponsor. And so it was um, tea for two and two for tea, the Hamburger Inn for you and me. That's what I remember about the, about the Hamburger Inn. Uh, let's see what else have I got here? Got a minute or two. Um, yeah, somebody mentioned this when we did the, um, nice places to go for Valentine's day, Naples and Steubenville. Uh, Howard, we would miss been there a couple of times. Yeah. We would miss Naples and Steubenville. They have been in business for a hundred years, still owned by the same family. So there, that's one that people would, would mourn. Um, the Grove, yes, the Grove was a great place. Ribs. Elm Grove shutting down, Howard? No, 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 not Elm Grove. The Grove, oh, okay. the Grove. I know they were shutting the bridge down. You, you had me worried there for a minute. <laughs> oh, well, Bob, they, they are shutting that bridge down. Yeah, it's coming. Um, oh, Lord, I, can't, I don't have time to get to all of these. Um, the Grove and Old Route 40 uh, on, on Old 40. That was a good one. Um, they had great ribs. Great ribs. Burned down. Did it not? That actually burned down. There was a fire for there out there, I think. Uh, let's see. Time for one more quick one. There was a former. Uh, I have to read this because this, this is something else. All right. Uh, you can text in if you'd like to. 304-214-1600. Uh, we'll talk more about this. Bob and I have highlights of the week coming up in the next half hour of the show. Uh, Bill Bryson in with our Uniglobe Ohio Valley Travel Show. And McCabe and I kicking around all the news of the week on the Friday Roundtable at 9. It's all coming up here on the Friday edition of the Watchdog Morning Show.